We're talking this week about bedtime, setting up and establishing bedtime so it's not a battle. And today we want to talk about teenagers and bedtime and how to handle it, how to deal with bedtime in a way that teaches them to take responsibility for their behavior. That's Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. You're listening to Parenting on Purpose. I'm your host, Ruthie J. And this week, uh, we have Tori Roberts with us as a special guest, my friend, Dr. Bob Barnes's daughter. And you've got two little ones. You've also had many years of experience working with the kids here at mm-hmm. Sheridan House and uh, behavior modification and whatnot, and the queen of routine also. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Implementing that. But it's a little interesting when it comes to teenagers. But you guys have worked a lot with teenagers Pre-teens mm-hmm. and teens. How are you the queen? This has nothing to do with the broadcast, but how are you queen of routine and then so good with youth? I see you as so much more spontaneous. You tell me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm, I'm looking at you, I, aren't I? I know this is on television, <laughs> but... I'm, um, I'm not the queen at home <laughs> of routine. I try, but it doesn't... Uh, it's not perfect. So but you want to be queen of routine. I want to. Saying. And I can function well in routine myself and at work, and I'm good at doing charts and good at having Who, who taught you things. how to do that? How'd you learn I, how to... I think my my parents. So your parents got you into routine, and my dad is also uh, on routine things. And we had a very routine lifestyle. In fact, I asked her the other day, "Mom, was there any Christmas that kind of stood out?" And none of our Christmases stood out. It was always the same, but we always had the traditions, but not a single one really stood out because they were all great. Yeah. They were all great. <laughs> but so, routine, that was just part so of life. So you mm-hmm. learned to do routine because you didn't live in chaos. Mm-hmm. And you found routine as an adult very helpful. Mm-hmm. And you're a known professional in this community. Oh, that's fun embarrassing you. <laughs> and very good at what you do and in your ministry. And so what we want is I want to raise children and grandchildren who understand the value of routine. They're not stifled by routine. They use routine to accomplish more with their life mm-hmm. rather than living in chaos and wondering why, you know, well, how did I spend all my money? How did all this happen? How did all this happen? They learn to do routine. And I think that's one of the challenges with teenagers. I think teenagers, it's a freedom in being a teenager all of a sudden. I, I don't have as much freedom as I want. Uh, and in reality, I probably don't want as much as I really want, but I don't know what to do with me now. And I'm not a child and I'm not an adult. And I'd really like to be an adult, I think. But could somebody get me back to being a child again? And I don't want to miss and yet I do need my sleep. And can I step with you guys? And the whole thing about the bedtime is the reminder that I'm still a child. Mm -hmm. And for some, it's a very challenging reminder. I'm not as old, cool, and sharp as I thought I was. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And uh, the the whole bedtime thing is challenging. I watch kids come to Sheridan House and realize they can't believe they're going to bed. And and once they get it, they get it, and they thrive Mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. I was amazed at, I would say, 90% come in without a bedtime or with a bedtime that's like midnight. And these are 11, 12 years old. 12 year olds. And it's just amazing to me. And that's just across the board. Rarely will you get a child that comes in and goes to bed at uh, what I would consider an appropriate hour. Mm -hmm. And part of it, I think, is just helping the teenager um, enjoy the process of starting to wind down. At least for Mm -hmm. me, it was reading time when I was was going Mm -hmm. to bed. That's what, because I'm a night owl. So I could stay up and my mom's got horror stories of me waking up and 
and then, you know, putting me to bed and coming back two hours later and I'm playing with my Barbies next mm-hmm. to my bed. And so how do you this get this child? this was at 28 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to share everything on the program. No. But just the enjoyment of the wind down. And mm-hmm. so, and I'm known for that also in the house. I have my process, you know, and then washing my that's face. That's your routine. It, that's my routine. Yes. And so, and I cannot believe why nobody else likes routine. They don't know how. So exactly. Because there's nothing enjoyable about it. And I'm like, do you not realize I enjoy those five minutes of washing my face in the silence, you know, <laughs> and, and just the mental wind down and that if I'm not really tired, I'm still going to get in bed and maybe I'll read a book or a journal or something fun that I can look forward to even while I'm inside of my, inside my bed and really my body's lying down and relaxing. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is you, somehow you've been taught to enjoy you. Yeah. Somehow you've been taught <laughs> I'm good with me. I don't have to stay connected to everybody. Mm. I don't have to be involved. I can now just be me. And for some reason, being in a bedroom alone, that's a little scary for some people. Mm-hmm. And it's a little disconcerting. And I don't really like me this much yet. I think for teenagers, helping them learn the routine and helping them get in the routine and helping them get the sleep they need is really going to help them thrive. Here's the problem. None of them are going to come and say to you, you know, I think I need a little more sleep. Can we back? up my bed <laughs> and parents that don't want to take the battle on yeah. are sick and tired of the battle That's, i don't care what yes. you do just get out of my sight and so it's just to, to, one more battle oh yeah, yeah. imagine 12 year olds staying up uh until midnight which is not unusual and trying to get up at six and function in middle school and wondering why they're falling asleep in class and wondering why they're never getting the grades they need to do or having behavior they, problems oh yeah but then they come home and take a four-hour nap right and they're up till one o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning right, then. right well that's just bad parent management mm-hmm. Um, helping them get into the routine they need to be the afternoon. Let's do something fun for a minute, then let's get on your homework, and then let's eat, and let's look at doing something fun. And we don't we don't really know what to do with them. And no, let's not turn the TV on. And no, let's leave our phones all there on the wall. They're all charging over there. Then what let's do we pl- do? Let, yeah, I know. <laughs> Can you imagine that we would play a game? And one parent's think, sitting there thinking right now, and, and play a game as part of the beginning uh, to, okay, before we wind down and get into our other routine, we're being together. And one parent's thinking to themselves right now, but my child is horrible at losing. Horrible. Now, <laughs> sitting to my left is the child that was horrible at losing. Very competitive. <laughs> what? I'm, not, I'm not looking at her at all. Oh, he just, Excuse me. That was your son, yeah, not my me. My son would just go into a hole. Um, and <laughs> he could the, not lose. <laughs> yeah, you, you just... You were just tenacious in these. Well, games. they got the competitive edge probably from me. Yes, yeah. well, Rosemary, right? Rosemary's mature enough and couldn't care less who wins the game. In fact, she'd let other people have her monopoly stuff. She didn't care a bit. She's, Here, honey, here's fifty dollars. Yeah, she, she did. Yeah, she she did was that. above it all. That's but awesome. that yeah. was part of the have fun as a family. Okay, it's hey guys, it's time for showers. Oh no, no, we it's time for showers. Look at the mm-hmm. clock. It's time for showers and get them where they know. But they're going to fight you. But your teen needs that time, and your teen more than anybody. needs needs you to either sit at the foot on the side of their bed. You know, I got in his bed with him. You know, he's on the sheets. I'm on top of the sheets. I got a pillow there. Oh, I'm just listening. I sat on the next to her bed. I'm just listening. And there's something about in the dark, your child talking to you. And there's mm-hmm. something about when we're not looking each other in the eye and we're both staring straight up at the ceiling yeah. um, where your child can ask questions and say things that they, they've wanted to say. And now, granted, 
Tori would be great at asking lots of questions to keep you in the room longer. And Tori oh, would got one of those. Oh kids. yeah, Tori would pop the big either the God mm-hmm. question or a sex question. <laughs> right, right. So that you think, how can I walk out on a God question? You're kidding me. I'm a me. bad parent if I'm yes. not investing in I, her faith. I have to stay here and deal with this. And you know what? Sometimes you stayed a little longer. Sometimes you said, "Honey, I'm I'm beat to an and mom and I need some time." Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of parents that don't know how to say, "Mom and I need." some time. We're role modeling marriage and they need to see that we need some time. Mm -hmm. But your teen needs to sleep and your teen needs a routine that you put them in a routine and slowly over a period of time, let them be the master of their routine till they don't anymore and you reel them back in. You can't do that in college. Bedtime is one of those things and getting out of bed in the morning is one of those things you slowly release to your child Mm -hmm. so that they learn how to do things on time. You know, here at Sheridan House, We have had, uh, three years ago, we had a person that just could not make it to work on time. He could not make it to work on time. And we hit a point where he's not with us anymore. Mm. And it was just, it was inconceivable. Are you going to lose your job over this? You're kidding me, right? And But we've got stuff to do and everybody needs to be here on time. So I I think we want to get them into a routine where we're slowly giving your teenager, by the time they're out of high school, they should be managing all of this themselves. I was going to say, there's a difference between, in my head, a 13-year-old and a 7 17 or 18 year old, that needs to be a very different dynamic because, you know, the 13 year old, they're just beginning. And, you know, I know when they hit 12, 13, they start pushing back for a little more freedom and, you know, you can slowly expand the boundary, but there should be a big boundary for an 18 year old because they're figuring it out. 16, 17, eight year old is practice adulthood. It's an internship. That's when you give them their first credit card. I mean, and that's when you slowly, as they're ready, you know, and kids are ready at different ages, maybe 116, 117. It's not in the bill of rights that you get a license the minute, driver's license the minute you can. It's, it's an earned responsibility. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with bedtime. And one of the cool things about bedtime is when you put bedtime on their shoulders, and even if they're 17 and can't handle it, they're still in your house, you can pull it back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you get to bed. And I'm sorry to say this, but I love you and you're dragging. And whatever you think is a must or the phone or whatever it is you're doing, uh, we're going back and starting over here. And helping them learn themselves, like learn about themselves. I was a night owl. It was horrible for me to actually realize that, okay, I have a problem going to sleep. So I either have to have uh, chocolate milk before going to bed. I learned honey helps out. Little things that I would have to eat or having baths at night would help out Mm -hmm. because I would calm down. And just my mind was racing in the evening. So I had to find a way. And my mom would tell me, just find a way to entertain your mind to a point where you get exhausted and can go to sleep. Like, figure it out. Mm -hmm. So chocolate milk helped you sleep? That's a stimulant. Wow. You are a different person, aren't you? I had weird... Anyway, I won't go down to the techniques, but I had had to figure it out. And you got to do that with your Mm -hmm. own kid, too. Absolutely. It is. What you're saying is help the child, and this is a weird statement, get in touch with who they are. Yeah. You know, I learned I've always been a six-hour sleeper. That's it. And if I, I know that's that if I- pretty good for time how, efficiency. That's how my husband is, it, It's horrible. If I go to bed at 11 o'clock, I'm up at 5. If I go to bed at 10 o'clock, I'm up at 4. I was up at 4.15 this morning. I'm, that's been <laughs> all my life. And learning, <laughs> I, yeah, I made my family crazy at home because I'm up and I'm pumped in the morning. Yeah, and the oh, kids yeah. are like, Dad, Dad stop singing, singing Daddy, please. Dad, stop Dad, singing. Mom, Dad woke me up with the bugle again this morning. <laughs> oh my. Yes. Good morning. Hello. <laughs> Dad, have you had coffee? Not yet. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's it's uh, I'm different. Hey, I'm I'm a different. I'm a different Every person. Every family's got their thing. Well, here I wanted my children going to bed laughing, if possible. Mm-hmm. Not always at all. And I wanted them waking up, even though they threw stuffed animals at me while I'm coming in the room to get them up. I wanted them laughing, if possible. I wanted them to know, yes. Uh, I'm going to adhere to the routine, but yes, I'm going to jump in and we're going to have fun. One thing I would say just with real quick before we run out of time, just with this generation is, um, especially with the teenagers, is we need to be very careful of the Internet Mm -hmm. and the phones um, around their rooms, because that's just something that would be um, new to this generation of teens, I think. And I think that that. Well, cyber device is portable with this generation. It's not like you set it up someplace. It's portable. So it's not a matter of you can rule this by we know when you're online the machines over there right. the computers over there they can take anything they want into the room and there needs to be rules because there'll be up there'll be some child up there texting with some other child all night exactly and so you have to have rules and this is a good thing though because you're teaching them how to handle this later in college um, and the rule is, um, you know, if I come in and find that you've used it after such and such, um, it's supposed to be downstairs. It's supposed to be charging. You can go check while it's charging and decide. I, I would not have my child take that into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. I just wouldn't and decide. And I have no problem taking it away from them for the next 48 hours. And you will try again and we'll try again and we'll try again. Because what they're learning to do is say no to themselves. Mm-hmm. They're they're not saying no to their friends. And they, I wanted, I can't, I wanted, I should, I say no to themselves because that'll keep them up all night. And there's the new temptation. Also, a lot of kids need the extra distraction. They've almost formed sort of an ADD where they need to have music while they're studying. They need to have music while they're sleeping. They need to have sound on the TV on all night. And you're thinking, this is just not healthy, but how can you wean this off then? Uh, because they do get addicted to that. So y- you got to really set it up. and <laughs> you got to decide. I'd have to hear what the music was um, that they're sleeping with. I mean, your your children sleep with music, and I think it's cool. But it's soothing music. Uh, it's soothing Christian music, but no voices is just music. That's not what you're talking about, no. I know. No. Uh, this is to drown out other noise so they sleep. Yes, yes. <laughs> it, it's almost whatever it's called, gray noise or blue noise or whatever White color noise. the noise is. Yes. <laughs> White noise. <laughs> Yes, white noise. I knew it was a color. I just wasn't sure what color it was. We've got it in the hallways in the counseling center, which is hilarious to me. I, I think I think it's just hard. You said it before. It's not a matter of unplugging my devices. It's a matter of unplugging my brain. Mm-hmm. And I've and been going so hard. That? Wind me down. Yeah. Or afraid to be alone. Down. Yeah. Wind me down into that routine. Come in with the routine and come in and see me and spend some time with me uh, before we go to bed. And I will have questions for you. No matter how old I am, I will have questions. As badly as you went out of the room, those may, may, may be the most precious times you have with your kids. Yeah. You've been listening to Dr. Bob Barnes and Tori Roberts from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm your host, Ruthie J for Parenting on Purpose. And if you want to find out more about Sheridan House Family Ministries, the boys and girls homes, even the counseling center that's uh, here, you can find that online at shfm.org. Lots of resources there, too. And all the resource proceeds go to help the children's homes. Again, that's at shfm.org. If you want to hear today's program, again, share it with your spouse, with a friend on social media. Sign up to get the blog that comes with the program automatically via email, or there's even apps available. All that is found at parentingonpurpose.org. We hope you join us tomorrow as we continue to talk about dealing with bedtime on Parenting on Purpose.